Hello, my dudes, and welcome back. I just need to say, I need to preface this with, I don't know what's going on. I mean, that's kind of a lie. I think I just realized what's going on. Um, I have been feeling so weird the past few days. I would describe it as the physical feeling of having too much caffeine, and I mean like actually having too much caffeine which has only happened to me i think like three times in my life where like it's actually so scary and you're like oh my god am i did i like overdose on caffeine it's happened i think three times in my life um but i physically have that feeling but then i'm exhausted and i literally am constantly yawning throughout the day which is weird and like i can't help it and even in the last episode there was literally a moment where i yawned out of nowhere and I was like sorry that was like a weird emergency yawn and that was the first day that <laughs> basically there's an Adderall shortage right and so my psych finally was just like okay I'm gonna put you on a Ritalin because it was just it, it's like a thing every month it's so difficult I've been it's whatever so she prescribes me Ritalin it's like the same milligrams as the Adderall that I was taking which I've now learned, I think, she should have prescribed me more Ritalin? No, I don't really know how it works. All I know is the Ritalin's not working. Not only is, like, my ADHD terrible, and it has been so ungodly, <laughs> it has been so terrible for the past week, but I feel, after I take it, I get sleepy, which I don't really know what that's about, because, like, when I take Adderall, since I have ADHD, it doesn't make me feel like high and like whatever it makes normal people feel. It does make me feel like a lot more chill and relaxed, but not like sleepy, do you know? And every night since I started Ritalin, I don't even know how this would be a possible side effect because it's not, well, maybe it is a possible side effect. I always have vivid dreams my whole entire life. I have every single night, but this past week I have had vivid dreams and i can distinctly remember at least four separate dreams like they're all completely different and i can remember the storyline of all of them how the fuck also it's it keeps being like the same dreams and they're all like kind of traumatic and it's weird how when you're when you're dreaming you're not in like your REM state you're not you're not getting you are but you're not getting your deep sleep which is like the good sleep so I do not think I have had any good sleep in the past week and just in general I'm like a sleep deprived human I generally only sleep like four hours a night but I've made a concerted effort and I've actually for once <laughs> been doing it which is to be in bed before 3am I've done it every day for a week can I just say? Honestly, it might be because the Ritalin is making me be like, okay, I don't need to finish this work. I don't need to finish this. I don't need to finish this. I'm just going to chill, which could be good, but could also be bad long term. So I've been in bed by three for a week, which is crazy for me. I just got to say, like, I know that that sounds super late and like what? That's like unheard of for me in the past four years. So, and I'm waking up at the same time. I used to sleep from like five to eight I've been sleeping from like 3 to 8.30, which is like crazy. And I'm so sleepy every day. I'm so tired. And I'm like, 
is it the Ritalin causing these dreams that are so intense that I'm not getting any deep sleep or what is it because then like I said I also have this feeling of like the physical feeling of having too much caffeine it's and that that feeling kicks in like a couple hours after I've taken the Ritalin I don't know all I know is that my body is not liking it I it's not helping my ADHD it's like throwing off my homeostasis I'm just not a fan I'm not a fan before this I was laying on my rug in my living room with my weighted blanket on me just like contemplating life and like why is this happening why do, why am I feeling like this and it's a little bit frustrating and I would like for Adderall to come back but anywho somehow it is still better than if I don't take any medication that is like not good for me or like anyone in my life first of all I don't know if you can see my eyeballs because I am wearing a visor by the way I'm a fucking idiot I was like okay it's gonna be a hat day today because I'm getting my hair done tomorrow finally my roots are like you can here's the thing you can see my roots because I'm wearing a fucking visor which almost kind of like puts a nice little circle little spotlight little halo around my grown-out roots which is kind of the opposite of what I wanted to do but I was like oh I'm gonna do a podcast so I can't wear a hat because then there's gonna be a shadow over my eyes bitch what do you think a visor is literally a hat without the middle which is what I need guys I'm I'm a mess I almost was like maybe I should wait and do this podcast tomorrow and have it be like a hair cast and I'll be podcasting while I'm getting my hair done and then I was like no you're an idiot the sound of the foils constantly is gonna be like the worst thing i sacked up what was that sound i sacked up i said we're gonna do this we're gonna do this bitch and i'm here even though i feel so fucking weird so fucking weird and i just talked for a long time about mm, nothing but hey what the fuck else are we doing um should we pull a topic you know what else i've been just really anxious the past week or so i guess not directly related to the medication switch because before the switch is when it kind of started and i won't get into it because i've never once talked about it on this podcast but things with um a court case that i'm a part of and have been since 2017 have been Let's just say I've been, my PTSD was like very, very, very triggered a couple of weeks ago. Um, I don't even know how to explain. It was, honestly, it was like back to back. My friend was here and he, we were both just like working and I was actually online um, on like the FBI website. I had to fill out some forms and it was really triggering me, right? And then I get an email from this company that I was going to work with back when I was pregnant and they had sent me a pregnancy pillow and maybe oh like some pregnancy leggings I believe but there was another sponsorship that I was going to do that related to pregnancy and they ended up you know seeing that I posted I had a stillborn and they ended up reaching out like very quickly and being like do not worry about it keep the product like don't worry about it and they like sent me this very nice message right so this other company that sent me the pillow and the leggings whatever i get an email mind you it's like a seven months since they sent the product and since we agreed on the terms and everything and it's one thing if they they didn't look at my social media right and so they just like didn't know i get that 
But the woman actually said, I saw on Instagram that you had your baby and we still don't have any posts from you and we're just like annoyed, concerned, whatever. I, like I said, was already very triggered because of what I was doing on the computer at the moment when I got the email. And then I saw that and I was like, you are joking. <laughs> You're joking. Like on what planet? I, I, it took everything in me to not just like go off via email, which is not something I do. I usually don't respond to emails or anything to be honest, but I, I, I like chucked my laptop onto the couch to be fair, like kind of next to my friend. And he was like, are you okay? He like came over and started like rubbing my back and was like, what can I do for you? And I explained to him, you know, what I had just read. And I just replied and I was like, I, I just, I kept it so short. I was like, I'm unsure as to what you saw that would lead you to believe that I had given birth. Um, I had a stillbirth in, on January 1st and I hope you can understand. I think that's what I said. I, just, I think I just said, I hope you can understand. Anyway, since then they have responded with like a very nice, it seems like something that they would send to any of the influencers that they were planning on working with that then ended up, you know, miscarrying or having something happen. Um, cause it was quite formal. It was like our condolences and greetings, whatever. It was kind, but it was just the, the initial email of like, I saw that you, like you posted that you had your baby. I, I don't know. It, it was shitty. So anyway, that happened. And, but the reason that I've been anxious, that was just sort of that was just sort of not what kicked it off because I have been anxious about the fucking everything, but um, I've been wanting to make a video for so goddamn long, but specifically in the last couple, two, two, three months, I've been like, it's been actively like on my to-do list, which seems to just be growing and growing and growing and like not really getting much shorter. Um, but I'm getting a lot done, but I'm getting the things done that are not on my to-do list. <sighs> the executive functioning is not great, but it has been something that I've wanted to do. And I know that I actually think I need to do, not, if not just the main reason that I've always wanted to make it is hopefully to help people and also to provide a lot, a lot of fucking context <laughs> as to why I am the way I am. I don't mean to say that in like a, oh, this is gonna explain why I'm so fucked up because that's not what I mean. And I don't think I'm fucked up. It's something that it happened, you know, right before I moved to LA. And that's when I, you know, I vlogged like in, at the end of college and such, and I was blogging, but really when I got to LA was when I started being consistent on my YouTube and social media in general. It has been, a part of my presence online for pretty much the whole time that I've been online. But there's always been this thing that I haven't been able to talk about and, and then as of 2021, it was like I was allowed to talk about it. I think it was 2021, it might have been 2022 actually. It was at a point where I, I'm able to talk about it and I've seen a couple other girls go on podcasts and talk about their experience. I'm so sorry, I'm really bad at, I was gonna say, I went off on a tangent before I even like got to the point but you already knew that. Essentially, like to sum it up very, just a lot, 
um, I was sex trafficked and it was a lot more than that. It, it was public. It was anyway. Um, I, I knew the whole time for four or five years that I really wanted to talk about it. And I just felt like I needed to talk about it because there are just so many things and I am going to make a video about it. And I actually am planning on doing it. I'm almost hundred percent positive. I'm going to film it on Wednesday, which is two days from now. Sorry that I'm just like maybe talking about things that only a few of you know what I'm talking about. Um, I knew I couldn't talk about it. I wasn't allowed to talk about it. And then once I was, I tried many times to start talking about it and to film to film about it. At who at like God knows how many times I started filming something, or or even like started trying to outline it because I was like, okay, maybe if I like outline this, it'll be easier. It, I've never been able to do it, but it is weighing on me for so many reasons that I want to talk about it for myself, for people to know what I experienced and to explain to explain a lot of things, but then also like to prevent this happening to anyone even if it's one person um it, but it's like like i said i've been having these dreams and one of the four dreams is me sort of back in that situation which is not new i have been experiencing nightmares and flashbacks for the past over six years um but never like every single night i'm gonna have this same dream I don't know. I've been I've been talking to my sister about how I mean, she's the one that's like you need to make a video about it. Like you, I, I really think like you making a video about it is going to be huge for you and for other people. And I'm like, "No, I know." Like there's never been something in my life that I can't talk about. Like if you watch my YouTube, you know that I literally will talk about anything and everything like what i'm going through when it's happening like this is it, it's the most traumatic thing that i've been through i think at least earlier this year and the end of last year i thought like no this is absolutely the hardest thing that i've ever been through but i do think that the time like it's been over six years since the sex trafficking happened and i think that the impact and the snowball effect that that has had on my life is far greater than what i went through with the betrayal and then losing my daughter. Um, I think that was a lot more p condensed pain. And you know, it, it still affects me, right? Like I think I think about her so often. Um, and then, you know, the betrayal and the that's affecting me, obviously. Nothing ever in my life has so drastically, it's just a lot. It's a lot and I think it'll always be a lot, but I think like just imagining having that video done and out there is like, I, I feel like I'll be able to breathe for the first time in so long. I can't even explain to you like how heavy on me it weighs and not in the sense that like I feel guilty and so it's weighing on me, but like it's just, it's the biggest missing piece of the puzzle that is my life that I've shared on the internet and there's so much that I have to say. There's it's just it's so much i've been feeling a lot a lot a lot of anxiety and just uh i'll be like in the shower even like at any moment i'll be sort of like filming the video in my head like i'll be imagining myself sitting down and talking about it 
and some like i'll catch myself like i'll be driving for an hour and i will have spent the whole hour in my head sitting down talking to a camera and then once the hour ends i'm like no like i have to do that i i'm gonna have to do that again or i'm gonna have to do that for real like why it and it just keeps getting more and more overwhelming as time goes by and it's like i'm gonna have to go to court in august there are a few men involved and i didn't get the chance to be at the court date where the person that i wanted to look in the eyes and read my impact statement to i didn't get to be at that one um just because i i think it was in like 2018 and like i had no lawyer i couldn't afford to be a part of it until like pretty much after the fact person that uh is gonna be i don't even know it's like he's already been sentenced so i'm not quite sure i don't really know i just know we're we're reading our victim impact statements um i did meet him so i'd love to be able to look him in the eyes and pretty much tell him how much he contributed to i hate to say ruining my life but if this event hadn't happened i don't think i would have chronic illnesses i don't think the thing is like i know i wouldn't be here even making this video because i probably would have taken the route of getting a job in my field um i don't want to why i need to stop talking about this like i don't oh, i didn't think i was gonna get that much into it i thought i was just gonna say i've been a ball of anxiety <laughs> my mind body connection is a little bit too good <laughs> i get a really bad physical anxiety and physical symptoms of everything that comes with having ptsd and i i already had i know it was repressed kind of until i got really sick in 2016 uh i had already been raped twice once by someone i didn't know when i was 16 and once by someone i didn't know when i was 19 loosely knew and i i i tried to talk to people about it and i was brushed off and that really stayed in me and that made me really 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 sick and so processing this whole the sex trafficking that happened um also kind of i think included that and it's just a lot like it's a fucking lot i i can't wait until the day that i have a partner like a romantic partner that can understand <laughs> it seems basic and like simple to say this um can understand that i have ptsd and not weaponize it against me and not get mad at me for pretty much everything but for having a panic attack or for being too jumpy recently uh the friend i was talking about i can't remember what he was doing i know he was like messing with me he was i think he was he had been playing with bug and then he kind of like went to go do it to me like as if i were the cat and like i was gonna swat his hand away and his hand got like close to me and was moving and i had like a very startled reaction and he was like whoa what the fuck and i was like sorry like i'm a man like coming at me when i'm like not aware of it sometimes like i'm i'm just a very hyper vigilant jumpy person and he understood and like apologized and then it was actually that day that i started having a panic attack because of what i talked about earlier the you know the email that i got and having already been in a really bad headspace he was it's kind it's kind of making me sad to say what I'm about to say, but like he didn't get mad at me for having a panic attack. 
wanted to like comfort me and like asked if he what asked if you know I wanted my back rubbed or if I wanted him to not touch me and as simple as that sounds because like anytime that someone that I'm close with is having even just like some anxiety like the last emotion that I would ever feel is anger in fact if I was angry with someone and then they started getting anxious or it's so odd to me that someone can become angry at another person who is like becoming highly anxious triggered having a panic attack like however the last three people that i've been in relationships with have been that and it's so it's so awful the last person i was with i would leave his house often late at night maybe i had planned on spending the night you know and but maybe around like 1 a.m we're still awake whatever i would start having a panic attack and i was having a lot of panic attacks when i was with him i think largely firstly it was not a good relationship but also i was pregnant twice in that relationship and like my hormones never fucking have had a chance to i think only just recently they're leveling out i would go home because i knew like number one i had medication that i could take in case of panic attack and number two it wasn't going to get better if i was there because i didn't feel safe in his environment and so i would make the fucking 30 minute drive home and then the next day would be like he would be accusing me of leaving his house well sorry um the back house that his parents parents house and there's a back house that he lived in that his parents like built so that like he would live there um accused me of leaving there to go like meet with someone else and like because that wasn't a, a pretty regular thing that would happen where i would go home it's so fucked up dude it's so fucked up like that was the source of so many fights if you can call it that it's more just like him accusing me of che- I, essentially cheating and me being like but i went home or the other thing was that at the time i was taking a medication every single night i'm actually i should still be taking it not a mental health medication for my physical health um and if i forgot my meds when i was going to spend the night which also happened kind of often because hey i was going there every single day so yeah i'm gonna forget sometimes i would need to go home because i had to take that medication and it was the same thing it was like come the next day or come like the next time that for whatever reason whatever triggered him into being insecure and upset he would text me and weaponize that and say that it meant that i was going to meet with people or that i was cheating it was fucking wild anyway i don't even know what fuck i feel like this is not a good episode you guys i'm gonna reframe that not that it's not a good episode but i don't i don't want this podcast to be like heavy mental health hour you know when i'm listening to podcasts i want them to be more lighthearted and chatty but this could just be me because i'm also such a creature of constantly consuming um knowledge like i feel like i have to constantly be i don't even feel like i have to be um i want to constantly be learning new things so i'm constantly listening to what most people would probably find to be like very dry (laughs) podcasts mostly um psychology related or you know i think maybe that's where there's a little bit of bias because i'm like but when i want to like listen to something fun i want to listen to something that's just like random and fun and chatty and so that's what i wanted this to be and you know what it's 
some days it's going to be a fucking spelling bee. Hey, at least this wasn't like English class because I did say last week, like this is starting to feel a little bit like English class. I haven't even opened the phone booth yet and maybe I won't. I just, re I just stopped myself from saying sorry because I was going to say sorry this was probably a downer and also maybe really confusing to those of you that don't really know my background. Maybe we can make this relate to the masses. Um, if you are someone that struggles with, you know, anxiety, whether it's anxiety, depression, a mental disorder, or if you have a personality disorder, I'm gonna retract that. If you have borderline personality disorder, I'm sorry, but I have, <laughs> I don't wanna be nice to people with narcissistic personality disorder or antisocial personality disorder, because you know what? Those are the people that have fucked me up. Um, but I have more empathy for borderline because I've dated someone that was borderline and I've few people in my life that have it and um well actually my best friend borderline you know if you have whatever it is something that just you know maybe it comes up every once in a while or maybe it's sort of a f cycle that you find yourself in um and you're in a relationship i would say easier said than done obviously i mean i should i'm the last person that should be saying this but like as soon as you feel you know say you have like an episode of whatever it is their reaction, their response is not what it should be. And I get it if it's like the first time ever, you know, when you haven't talked to them about it yet, but assuming that they know what you struggle with and that you've told them like how they can help you or at least not make it worse, they're continuing to make it worse. You gotta get out of that. And as for people who are in a relationship with someone or know someone close to someone who struggles with something like this, um, my biggest piece of advice is because people are often like, well, I don't know what to say or do. How am I supposed to know? Ask in that moment, is there something that I can do for you? Do you want me to leave? Do you want me to give you space? Do you want me to give you touch? Do you want me to hug you? Like, it's such a common thing where people are like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I've tr I tried talking to you and like, but especially men in general, because they like to be fixers. They like to say really invalidating things. For example, during like a panic attack or anxiety or whatever it is, where they're like, you're fine, everything's fine. And that doesn't typically work. And so my biggest thing is just like, for most situations, God, like for most situations in life, someone that is going through something, if they're grieving, if they're having a panic attack, flashback, whatever it is, just ask, is there anything that you need from me right now? How can I, how do you need me to show up for you right now? And if they're kind of like not in a, cause there's times where I'm like dissociated or just like so, so worked up that I, it's hard for me to communicate. Asking like, do you want me here? Do you want me to leave? Cause then they can nod their head or if asking like what can i do for you is too open-ended and you're not really getting anything for them just asking specific things like do you need me to get you a blanket do you need me to get you a drink do you need me like sort of asking specific questions that are yes or no is there any way that i can help in a way that like involves me going to do something like it's just not knowing what to do is just such a fucking cop-out and it's such it's such like a not loving thing if if this person if you love this person or if you just really like them if you're close to them it's not an excuse to just be like i didn't know what to do ask and then often well i would assume i've never experienced well that's not true i did have one relationship where he was amazing with if i were if i was getting anxious or in the middle of the night if i like woke up and was 
not okay he i told him how he could help and then like anytime this would come up he would do the thing that i told him so that was great that has been fucking years and since then it has sort of been pounded into my head that like if i'm having a panic attack if i'm experiencing something very difficult if i'm grieving if whatever like i'm just being a burden because that's been like pounded into my head however that's because of the people that i've chosen to be with ideally and hopefully you can have this conversation and then when things come up new th- when new things come up you can have conversations but then like if repeated things are happening then that person knows how they can help or how they can at least ask how they can help or ask what you need i didn't think this podcast was gonna be like this i really didn't um but hey maybe it helped one of you I know that knowing all of this and also being someone that, because of both my experience and my education, knows more than most things that I am knowledgeable on, um, very much knows, like, if I'm with someone and they are getting fucking mad at me, even abusing me physically, obviously getting mad at someone having a panic attack and and manipulating that, that's very emotionally abusive, but if someone's even getting physically abusive because of that, obviously I know that that is a situation that I shouldn't be in. So I don't know that me talking about that will give anyone strength to leave that situation if they're also in it, because I understand that like, it, it it's fucking horrible. Okay, well on that note, I do feel bad, I do feel guilty, I feel like this was just a very downer podcast episode it is what it is you know yesterday i was actually in like a really good mood all day i didn't have this weird i I wasn't feeling this weird feeling that i've been feeling recently nearly every day and i was getting excited thinking about all the things that i wanted to talk about today did a bug just bite me like just now and just like all of like the random thoughts that i've had throughout the week that i thought were funny and like i wanted to mention it and then today happened and it's like everything has shifted and such is life But I will say that I had the thought this week that I think I want to name my daughter Sophisticated and have that on her birth certificate, but just call her probably Sophia. I don't love Sophie as much as Sophia, and I will say it would probably be with an F. I'm not trying to come for your brand, Sophia, with an F. Love you. (laughs) We've talked, you know, we've DM'd, but I just think it would be really cool if I had a daughter and she could be like, I'm Sophia, and it's short for sophisticated. And people would be like, okay. And then she could like whip out her birth certificate because everybody carries around their birth certificate. And it would be like sophisticated Mishler. Mm, hopefully my husband has like a nicer last name that like flows a little bit more. The name's Sophia, short for sophisticated. Or she can go by sophisticated if that's what she wants. Hi, what's your name? Oh, hi, Jordan. I'm sophisticated. I kind of love that. Anyway, that was just a thought that I had this week. Um... <laughs> I'm gonna end this before, I don't know, I start like crying or like performing or like giving you EMDR therapy. I don't know. I don't know what could happen if I keep going. Uh, rate this podcast five stars. You know what? I'm not even gonna do the, the plug this episode because I'm self-aware enough to know that it's just not the time. Love you. <laughs>